Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The Warfighters is a new historical documentary miniseries premiering on the History Channel. We are going to honor our veterans today and we're going to introduce Navy SEAL Ray Mendoza. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. But today, we are honoring our veterans, especially as Veterans Day is right around this time of year. We are going to introduce and interview a Hollywood movie producer who has just made a four-part out of 12-part miniseries dedicated to honoring our troops. Of course, I'm talking about The Warfighters, which is premiering on the History Channel in four episodes this Veterans Day and another four to come soon, another four to come after that. But today we have live via Skype from Hollywood, Los Angeles, my new friend, Ray Mendoza, who is a former Navy SEAL, a Hollywood producer, and is now making these documentaries that are honoring our military veterans. Let me welcome to the program, Ray Mendoza. Welcome, sir. And I appreciate the opportunity to tell these stories and uh, about what we're doing out here in, the, in Los Angeles. So, so thank you for having me. Well, I'm, I'm honored to meet you, and I want to say thank you for your military service. Happy Veterans Day to you and to all of those who you are honoring through this mini-series or uh, set of documentaries. You're, you're recording 12 episodes, but four of them are airing this Veterans Day. Can you describe the Warfighters? Yeah, the Warfighters is the unnarrated, um, unscripted docu series about. Um, uh, in th in this first season, uh, it's focused on special operations, um, but we're highlighting um, just <clears throat> stories that have impacted all of our communities, whether it be Ranger, Seal, Green Beret, um, and we essentially reached out um, with my counterparts to see what kind of stories um, that won't necessarily get a book or a movie, but are, are still very, very important to us um, as we served the last uh, 12 years in this war. Um, and it's telling those stories of sacrifice, perseverance, um, endurance, just, you know, the brotherhood. And yeah, so it's creating a platform. Um, so Ray, you, you interview actual soldiers. Are many of them still active duty? Are they from Iraq and Afghanistan, from the operations there? How do you find the subjects of these stories that you're telling? Well, we had to, we had to utilize a lot of personal capital, meaning just our reputation in our communities. Um, and, and a lot of them are our friends, actually. So I'd ask, uh, there's a lot of trust there. And I think because of our reputations, um, the, you know, there was just some organic trust. And uh, they were a little skeptical at first, but you know, we, we explained what we, what our intent was, what the goal was, and why we were doing it. And um, a lot of the guys are actually pretty on board. They were, they were pretty hesitant, but 
to answer your question, it was uh, personal capital. I think it's just our reputations. Um, so you were a former Navy SEAL. Can you describe your military service? Yeah, absolutely. I, I joined in 1997 um, out of Riverside, California. Um, I actually went to BUDS uh, in 1998, <laughs> and I was about two weeks from graduation, and I, I was uh, dropped from the program. So I was sent overseas to Okinawa, Japan as a 9545 NEC, which is um, kind of a master at arms. Um, and yeah, I served three years there, and I felt that I needed to go back. Not that you know, I learned a lot there, but I just felt um, my purpose wasn't there and I needed to go back. So I went back to BUDS in 2002 and I made it through. And I checked into SEAL Team 5 where I served for nine years. Uh, did about three deployments there, two to Iraq and one to the Philippines. Um, well, basic yeah. underwater demolition school is not for the lighthearted. Congratulations <laughs> on getting through that your second time around. and. Thank you for your military service. Introduce this video clip. We're gonna show a short segment from the History Channel, uh, which is airing this Veterans Day. And what are people about to see? Yeah, they're gonna see essentially guys talking, and it's not a tactic show, so it's them uh, describing what took place, uh, whether a, a friend has, has passed or a friend was injured, uh, and talking about the, the battles and what they had to overcome. You know, they had to come together um, to either make it out of the situation or um, you know save someone's life, and we we actually did a, a recreation portion of it, so you'll kind of splice in and out of interview of them talking about what you're about to see. You'll, you'll see the recreation, whether it's an action piece or kind of setting up or building tension. Um, All right, and let's then show now a, a brief clip from the Warfighters. We were taking fire from both bridge lines. We were taking fire from everywhere. We sent a hundred guys and they had like a battalion, so we were outnumbered. It's not how you want to start a mission off. It definitely felt wrong that we were so highly trained, so well equipped, and so cohesive as a unit to be in such a bad position. This shouldn't be happening. I was scared, you know, like it was the worst thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. I didn't kid myself. I didn't tell myself that I was gonna make it out of there. I don't think anyone is, is immune to the effects of war. It doesn't matter you know, what your upbringing is, how tough you are, how badass of a SEAL you are. He said, I gotta get out of here, I'm gonna die. It was, it was eye to eye contact. I lost it inside. Not, not physically, but I was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm a warrior. I'm here to you know, make sure that all my, my brothers come, come back alive. When you decide that you want to survive, you have to make that choice beforehand, that whoever it is, if they have a weapon, they're going to die. I'm going to kill anybody I have to to get back to my kids. I think it's important that we tell these stories and that we remember that these men gave their lives for another man. That is a very special thing about, about who we are. So there it is. We encourage everybody to honor our veterans this Veterans Day, to watch uh, as many of these episodes as you can. Ray, we're gonna take a short break, and as soon as I come back, I'm gonna ask Ray about uh, military service in the context of operations at war. 
This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also face punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. You know, people ask me, Chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network, or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Fire box. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined again by my new friend, Ray Mendoza, who is a Hollywood producer of this new docu-series airing on the History Channel, The War Fighters. Ray, welcome back to the program. Thank you, sir. So Ray, we just had uh, an incident here in Afghanistan just last week where uh, two army rangers were killed, a captain and I think a, a army specialist and they're right here at Fort Carson in Colorado Springs where we aired, uh, we produced this show here. It was front page of the newspapers and I just found out last night, my dad from Buffalo called me. One of those young men, Captain Byers, went to my high school uh, back oh, wow. in Clarence, New York. So I have a personal connection. I had never met him. We were several years apart. But the, the personal stories of these men and sometimes women who sacrifice their lives on the battlefield, why do they do it? Um, yeah, obviously that's a, there's a few answers for that. I think some people do it for a sense of purpose. I, I can only speak from my personal experience or the people I, I've had to work with, but I think, I think when, when the nation or, or people are called upon or, or there's a, a calling, um, I think a certain type of person answers that call. And I think that's what you find people who volunteer for service and, and then after, um, and then moving forward to overseas and doing multiple deployments. So I, I think we each have our reasons, but I, I think it is a calling. And 
somebody needs to answer the call. And I think those are people who are, who are, you know, at least for me, I would rather go than, you know, my best friend growing up from high school. Like, let me carry that weight. That's something I'm mentally prepared to do. So, you know. Well, it's one thing for yeah. many of us have, you know, joined the military at some point, but the calling to special forces is even a higher calling, I think, because it's physically more demanding, it's mentally more demanding, and they're always in the thick of the operations. I mean, even after America withdrew from Afghanistan for the most part, withdrew from Iraq for the most part, we still have left behind special operators who are not just doing the training, but sometimes they are in the firefight. Even years after the war has ended, they are still leading on the front edge of the battlefield. Why, why are they unique and what, what makes them uh, want to do that even harder level of service? Yeah, I, mean, I think we obviously have a lot of skill sets. I mean, not only do we, depending on what branch you're in or, or which unit you're in, um, we have a lot of skill sets that we acquire, jumping, diving, shooting, CQC, land warfare. But another area we focus on is kind of your civil affairs, uh, which I think SF has locked down a lot, but it's interfacing with the host nation forces, um, you know, building small armies uh, for, so that they could defend themselves. So we do a lot of training in that, and we also bring the, I guess, dynamic um, aspect to, to the game in the event things go bad. So we get a lot of training in a, in a variety of, you know, kind of jack of all trades, master of none um, concept, but I think because of those reasons and the wide variety of skill sets that we carry. Um, Can you tell one or two of the stories of these uh, warfighters that you interviewed for this docu-series? Uh, maybe just one or two of your friends and their stories that stand out in your mind. Sure, absolutely. Uh, one of them is a personal uh, friend of mine. His name is uh, Rob Guzzo. Um, he actually returned from Ramadi in 2006, which at the time was a uh, kind of a hotbed for insurgency. And he came back, had a hard time transitioning out of the military and dealing with what took place. And so he ultimately um, committed suicide. And it impacted all of us, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and so we you know, interviewed uh, his dad, who was also a SEAL, uh, Mr. Bob Guzzo, and his mom, who actually was a, a Navy commander as well. So they had kind of over 60 years of combined naval service and you know, gave him help. But uh, I think it was... It was a perfect storm, and there's a lot of problems he was dealing with. But I think um, so it's an issue that we cover uh, on one of the episodes. And his teammates um, talk about uh, you know his experience there in Ramadi and dealing with him when he got out um, and some of the issues he was having. Um, so even after people come home to America, uh, even after they're discharged from the service, they are still a lot of veterans are still fighting that war inside of their heart, inside of their mind. Talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, or uh, you know, any experience that that your friends have had with that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's uh, it depends on your op tempo, and in the op tempo, sometimes you don't have time to process that stuff. And when you're going on multiple um, operations a night for six months straight, there is no time to process that. And when you come back, and I think things slow down, and I can only speak from my experience, but when things slow down, or you I guess detached from the military, it's almost like you're ripped ripped away from your family. You know, people are from <laughs> different parts of the country, and so 
when you go back home, I think you have a hard time, one, making new friends because you left these friends behind and there isn't that everyday interaction. So now I think you get the sense of feeling of no one understands you and, and now you have to process these things on your own. Uh, you know, some people have family support, but I, I think it's it's being ripped away and I feel that the transition out of at least for my where you know what unit I came from it, it's very uh no I think you're right experience. when I was a navy yeah. chaplain I counseled seals I counseled them you know as they had been in the water had been shot at had been uh you know right. surrounded by bodies and as a chaplain I've heard their stories with um just such compassion and you feel for the sacrifices that these men go through and then to realize that their families back home they don't get it i don't i don't get it sometimes as not having been in their shoes in that environment when you come home to america you really need that family that was there with you to be surrounded by your brothers and that's why when people go to the va and they get therapy often they're put in uh, group sessions with other soldiers who have been in that situation and they're able to talk it out. Is that your experience? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was one of the first options offered to me was it was a group session. Um, I, I declined. I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to do that. Um, it, I just wasn't. Um, I mean, I'm in a better place now, but yeah, at the time it was just too fast to just like, just come on and talk about it. You know? I'm like, ah, I'm not ready to talk about it in a group session. And so I, I felt like there was a, a big disconnect on what I needed. Um, it wasn't kind of a personal one-on-one -on -one type, you know, treatment. It was just kind of they're trying to knock it out by numbers. Um, and kind of what, what I felt like it was, I was just like a number being thrown in and just kind of everybody talk about it. Um, and not that that's not a good platform or therapy for some people, I think. Well, I, I admire your courage, not just for having fought the good fight, but for coming home and, and helping others confront uh, what's going on inside of themselves so they can get the support, they can get the healing that they deserve for having served our country so well. We're gonna take That's another good. short break. When we come back, I'll have Ray tell maybe one or two more stories about the war fighters airing on the History Channel soon. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. By now you're enjoying our daily news program, PIJN News, and where else are you going to see a TV news anchor stop and pray with his audience after every story? We are unique and we're changing the world in three ways. Number one, we're bringing you daily news from a Christian perspective, news making interviews. Number two, we are mobilizing thousands of people to pray to God to join us and change world history as it unfolds. And number three, we are sending thousands of petitions to Congress. I know you want to partner with us and we have a new method to do that. It's by donating your loose change on a daily basis. Well, if you're like me, most people actually don't carry many coins in their pocket because we're an electronic society. We're donating uh, through credit cards or debit cards. We're making daily purchases and we don't have coins. So how can you donate your loose change? Well, we have an easy system where we've partnered with His Kingdom Funding for a secure automatic donation to round up every purchase that you make to the nearest dollar. Well, what do I mean by that? Let's say you go and you buy a cup of coffee and a, and a, a bagel and the, the purchase is $5.75. 
and you swipe your credit card, well, because you've signed up your card with our system, it'll be rounded up to $6, and that 25 cent difference will be donated to our ministry automatically. And you don't even have to think about it. You're rounding up to the next dollar, you're donating your spare change to us on a, on a regular basis, and you're changing the world with PIJN News. Just visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and click on the loose change icon. It'll take you through an automatic sign-up process, and at the end of the year, you will get a tax-deductible receipt of your giving for the entire year. So help us change the world today. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and partner with us to change the world. God bless you in Jesus' name. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm joined for one last segment with Hollywood producer of The Warfighters, airing on the History Channel this Veterans Day. And uh, Ray, you you set up this docu-series as, as 12 parts. Any idea if the History Channel is gonna pick up the next four or the next eight? No, no idea. I mean, unfortunately, there's a business side to this. And uh, I think if we gain enough um, attention, and that's one of our goals uh, these this coming week, is, is to let people know that it exists. And so uh, hopefully, you know, I know it's going to be huge in the military <clears throat> uh, community, but I think our goal is to share this with people that want to understand uh, what we have to go through when we come back and, and the things we do on a day-to-day -day basis. And do you know what time it's going to air this Veterans Day or afterwards, how can people find the first four episodes? Yeah, it will air uh, at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'm assuming it's 11 uh, on the east. Actually, yeah, it's, it's 8 p.m. Um, depending on what time zone you're in on Veterans Day History Channel. And, and typically, once the episodes air, the History Channel will, will put it on their website for a short period of time. And I'm, I'm not too sure where it's going to live after that. Uh, you can always purchase it on iTunes as well. But so it will live on they can probably find it on history.com for a little while, even after Veterans Day. Uh, yes, if they if they miss it, or I bet there's going to be a DVD coming out soon. Is there uh, a place where you're going to be able to distribute that, or maybe people can purchase copies? Uh, correct. I think, uh, and, and we, we plan on airing the remaining four in its entirety. Actually, all twelve episodes in January. So I, I think there are some uh, aspirations of, of putting this on DVD so people can buy. Unfortunately, I just don't have the information on that yet. That's okay, and I, I bet they'll find it at history.com. The History Channel usually does a good job of promoting their products on DVD after it airs. Ray, if you would, tell us uh, one or two more stories about uh, some of the people that you feature in the series, The Warfighters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would like to, one of the most inspiring stories that uh, I had the privilege of you know, being involved with was a, a Green Beret story, it's a team uh, 7115. It's about this group of uh, Green Berets who, who went out to support um, this kind of campaign uh, with the host nation forces in Afghanistan. But ultimately, they got ambushed, and um, one officer, Romy Camargo, um, was wounded in the neck. Um, and the first part of this story that's amazing is, is the medic, uh, Steve Hill, who did an amazing job under the circumstances he was in. Uh, he actually had to perform a uh, tracheotomy in the back of a Humvee while moving, taking fire, you know, returning fire as well. Um, so he actually saved his life under these extreme, it's kind of the epitome of what a medic should be, and he performed above and beyond 
um, the Call of Duty, and he got him back alive. And, and the second part of this story that's amazing is, is Romy Camargo's recovery. Um, he's paralyzed from the neck down, but you know he is now starts a he's got a, a foundation called uh, Step Up, which um, he focuses on families that are returning. Um, I guess his experience coming back it was wasn't very family oriented, so you know his his goal is to create a place uh, for people with his injuries to have a family and, you know, type environment um, instead of, you know, playing in a hospital room at the VA. So um, what do you recommend to soldiers, sailors, airmen or Marines who have been in those kind of traumatic environments and, and now they're, they're coming home. They've just maybe been honorably discharged or, uh, you know, they're they're back with their family and they're surrounded by common American citizens who don't understand what they've been through. What should they do in that circumstance if they need help? Uh, that's a good question, sir. And it's a, it's a two-part answer. And the first part is we, it, it's our responsibility. So it's like mine. I, I make it, all of us, I live with three um, former operators. One's a SEAL, one's a Ranger. And we make it a point when we find out guys are getting out and you can only do so much, you know, it's, it's one at a time, at least on our level. And we make it a point to reach out, um, provide job opportunities just to see what they need, just be there for them. And, you know, I think we all have to do that. It's, it's very, very important. Um, my friends were there for me when I got out and it helped tremendously. And the second part is you got to be willing and it's very hard and it takes some uh, tough brother love uh, on our part to force those guys and, you know, to say it. it's all right. Like, I, I know how you're feeling, <clears throat> but you got to have the courage. It's finding the courage. And I think it takes friends. Uh, it's hard to do it on, on your own. It's different for each person, but um, you, you got to be willing to accept the help because um, there, there's people out there that care. And it's, it's dark at first. It really isn't. And I can, Amen to that. Well, you are very inspiring to me, and I know that your series, The Warfighters, is gonna be very inspiring, maybe even bring some healing to people who have been defending America on the front lines. And thank you for their service. Happy Veterans Day to you and to everyone there at uh, the History Channel and with your production company who are doing that. And happy Veterans Day to our special operators and our veterans. Uh, no matter what you know, generation of war that you fought in, we appreciate you and we need your continuing to support, support to defend America and the principles which we hold dear. I'm Dr. Chaps, we're out of time. You can visit our website at PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, call us today at 866-Obey-God. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.